Of course, when we communicate with people, how we go about saying things matter. And if we are talking about our accomplishments in a humbling way, then those who are confident and secure will not see it as you rubbing it in their face. This is the Hello 20s podcast. My name is Jan and I'm your host. I'm an online content creator trying to navigate life while in my 20s and sprinkling a little knowledge and wisdom here and there. Let's face it, we don't have it all figured out, but we can learn a little from each other along the way. And I'm so glad you guys are tuning in on today's podcast. Hi friends, welcome to this week's episode of Hello 20s. Okay, is it just me or does it feel like January has been Januarying a bit too long. I feel like the last three months of the end of last year felt like they flew by, but January, it feels very stretched out right now. <laughs> and usually I feel like the days feel long and the months seem to be over in a blink of an eye, but during January, the days have felt shorter. And I look at the calendar and it's like, oh, we're still in January. We still have a few weeks left. And it just feels like we've been in January for too long. Anyways, this past weekend was the Lunar New Year, so it's always fun to get to celebrate New Year twice. And with that, I thought today's episode, I could continue the New Year energy and share some ins and outs for 2023. At least this is what I think are the ins and outs that we should consider. And I don't know, hopefully you guys agree with me as well. So let's get started. All right, so the first one is to read books, not to just reach a number at the end of the year, but to read for the purpose of learning new things and having it as a form of long form entertainment instead of scrolling on our phones. You know, every year I have a reading goal to read X amount of books and every year I never reach it. I think the reason why is because For me, reaching a reading goal just to hit a number doesn't really feel fulfilling. Um, And also the number that I have for myself is a bit ambitious. So I feel like having the purpose of reading in order to educate yourself, in order to have a different form of entertainment that is not on a screen is more anchoring. So I believe that will help prioritize reading when I have free time during the days and during the weeks. And I also think it's really cool when people are very knowledgeable. So I hope reading will help me become knowledgeable as well. The second in is going all in. Going all in with decisions I make in life and what I enjoy doing. I think I've held myself back a lot over the years and I just want to see what will happen if I decided to go all in in whatever it is I am doing or whatever decisions I am making. I know there are a lot of people out there who also hold themselves back from giving their all. It is really such a waste if you have so much potential but not living up to it because of fears, doubts, and not grounding yourself. I think it is especially hard for those who are multi-passionate to pick and choose one thing to focus on, to really go all in on. Um, So they decide to just bounce around from this thing to the next thing to the next thing. And when you're in that situation, it's hard to really see a seed blossom if you don't stick around to water and nurture it. So this year, if you are that type of person, We are going all in, we're going to pick something, and we're going to stick to it, and we're going to give it our all. 
Next, we are not going to shrink ourselves to make others comfortable or happy. So for me, around some people, I get uncomfortable talking about my accomplishments and what I'm good at because I don't want to come across as bragging or cocky. But an important reminder to that is it's okay to share your accomplishments and what you're good at if the conversation is steering that way. Of course, when we communicate with people, how we go about saying things matter. And if we are talking about our accomplishments in a humbling way, then those who are confident and secure will not see it as you rubbing it in their face. When people are not confident and are insecure about themselves and their lives, they will feel uncomfortable if you talk about your accomplishments because they may feel threatened. Not shrinking yourself to make others happy is choosing to do what feels right to you even if someone may not see it from your point of view or may not agree with you. The next in is further career development. There are some technical skills I would like to learn and add to my toolbox this year. I have a friend who is in the same field as I am and we're both taking a course together. So it feels really good to have someone who is also in your field and wanting to learn and further develop on their career as well. Next thing, we are going to take lots of photos and videos for memories, not just for the sake of posting, but the sake of looking back. This is something I've done most years. I don't really have trouble remembering to bring out the phone to capture a photo or video of the moment, but I think this year I want to incorporate more candid photos and videos of friends and family. I think it's always nice when a friend takes a picture or a video of you and it's like a candid happy moment without you asking. Some of them turn out like very nice and it's just, I don't know, I just love having those moments captured. So I want to do more of that when I'm spending time with the people I enjoy being around. There's also something so heartwarming when a friend or a family snaps a picture of you when you're unaware and they're like, you look so happy here. I wanted to capture the moment. I think it's really sweet. And I would also love to take more pictures with my camera. And for the last in, we are going to print more pictures to add to photo albums. We live in an age where we store a lot of photos on our phone, on the cloud, on backup drives, but we don't often go back and look through those photos. There's something very warming and nostalgic when it comes to looking back at printed photos and flipping through a photo album that scrolling through a phone album or your backup drive or your cloud just does not give the same effect. So I think this year it would be nice to print more photos out and add them to an actual album. All right, now that we have our ins in, <laughs> let's talk about some outs, okay? So the first out we are going to throw is in 2023, we are not going to let FOMO, the fear of missing out, take over. I remember I felt this on New Year's Eve. I was invited to go out and celebrate, but I didn't feel like it. However, I also didn't want to miss out either on the fun. So that whole day I was debating, do I go? Do I not go? And it was very exhausting mentally debating and flipping back and forth. So this year, if we don't want to go somewhere or if we aren't feeling up to it, we are going to say no. We're going to stick to our decision and not think about what we could be missing out on. There's no more fear of missing out. We are instead going to have the relief of missing out. All right, the next thing is 
gatekeeping. I remember when I was on YouTube a few years back, there was so much gatekeeping among creators, people not willing to really help others, not willing to share information such as like softwares or websites they may be using that are helpful, what products they may be using and so forth. And I really just did not like being in that environment. Like to some degree, I can understand why people may gatekeep a family recipe that is a secret and they use it at their restaurant or maybe a formula that they're using that is helping their video growth, their business growth, and by sharing that, it may create competition and give an edge for their competitors. But at the end of the day, how I see it is if you're willing to share knowledge, then others are more willing to share theirs and we can create a better community. By sharing, it's how we can come together and create something better as well, right? There's enough room and when we gatekeep, it creates this scarcity mindset and this environment. It's policing essentially who gets to use what, who gets access to what, who gets to know about what and, you know, I don't think it's really fair. I don't think it happens as much as it did before, but it definitely still happens to some degree. I think one reason why people are less likely to gatekeep products these days is because there is an incentive. When you share products, you can monetize those links and the more people know about them, the more um, you can make money off of it. So on one hand, I'm like, oh yes, go get your bag. But on the other hand, I'm also like, I hope people still keep that energy even if there isn't a monetary incentive. I remember once I was helping someone take pictures and we were vlogging as well, each on our own camera. And when we went back, and had some time to edit our video. I asked if I could use some of the content on their camera that I helped take for my own video and they wouldn't let me because it was on their camera and they didn't want me to use that content on my video even though I was the one who helped them take the content and I couldn't take it on my camera because I was busy helping them. So I was flabbergasted when they explained to me why I couldn't use those photos and videos like I get it if it's something serious for a campaign for a brand and there are legal restrictions of copyright, but these content was just for fun. Okay, so the next one is linking to other sites. Let me clarify this because I didn't know how to just say it in one short phrase, but you know when influencers or bloggers when they share content of a product or a place that they visited or even recipes online, instead of sharing the name of the product, the name of the place, or the list of recipes um, and ingredients in the caption or comments, they tell you to head over to their profile and it'll be linked over there and it will take you to a different page. If I'm being honest, I personally find that a little off-putting. Now, I understand by doing this tactic, it will drive traffic from one platform to another, but let's be real for a minute, okay? Most people open an app because they want to spend time on that app and not be directed to another app. I think there's a way to do this if you want to drive traffic from one site to another platform. Like, at least give the bare minimum information to those who are already viewing your content on the current platform. Like for cooking videos, at least give a list of ingredients and 
maybe the measurements um, in the video and let them know that if they want more detail, they can go into your links and find the full recipe on your blog or on this other video, right? Another example is when you see a comment on someone's video asking where a product is from and what it's called, but instead of responding to the comment with the name of the product, the creator will just say, all linked in bio or check out my Amazon storefront. I will say, I understand if the video has a bunch of products and the commenter is asking about more than say two products or it's a very old video and the creator does not remember the exact name of the product then i think yeah it makes sense to let them know that it is all linked in the bio but if it is just one or two items then the time it takes one to respond to the comment with products linked in bio you could also have just said the product name is x y and z and it's linked in my bio if you are interested I'm not trying to be a hater here, but it's just like make it easy for your audience and you are more likely to keep them around and keep them coming back. Another out is we are not going to play it small this year. Similar to the in of not shrinking yourself, we are going to recognize our potential and we are going to live up to it. We are going to get uncomfortable and work through any resistance in order to reach our potential because we are not going to play small this year. The next out is feeling and thinking you're behind in life. I felt this in my early 20s, but I think in my mid-20s, I feel it even more as I'm seeing people around me settle down and build a family. However, I think when we constantly look around and compare where we are with those who are around us, we are always going to feel behind in something in some aspect of life. So instead of torturing ourselves with the thought of us being behind, feeling like, we are not where we're supposed to be. Let's just live in the moment that we have right now. Eventually, we will get to that stage in life where others are right now. You have to also remember there are people who wish they had more time when they were where you are right now. As a society, we have created this timeline and blueprint for the collective to follow. But this blueprint, this timeline that was created, it can be just a template for you. And you have the ability to adjust and personalize it to your own life. If you take ownership in that, you aren't going to feel like you're falling behind because you're just falling in your own timeline. Another out is overcommitting. No more overcommitting. Properly resting is important. Do not feel guilty for resting, for doing nothing, and having time to yourself, okay? We are also throwing out overconsuming because someone online said to buy it. People on social media can be very convincing to get you to buy this to improve your life, to buy this, you'll never regret it. Buy this in order to look a certain way. Buy this, it's the new it thing. Micro trends are so exhausting. Don't try to keep up, just buy what you need and remember what you need is different from what you want and be responsible with your finances. Our last out is feeling like a specific type of routine is what will make you successful. If you truly are not a morning person, if you truly cannot wake up at 5 a.m. no matter what, no matter how long you try, even if everybody is telling you successful people wake up at 5 a.m., then let go of the idea that waking up 
that early in the morning will make you successful. Because if you get attached to that idea and for the life of you, you cannot get up that early in the morning, all you will feel is guilt and shame, which will not help you feel great for the rest of the day. It is okay to try out different routines, to try out different lifestyle habits, but if it's making you more tired, miserable, shamed, and unmotivated, then let it go, okay? If you do your best work in the evening or late evening, then waking up at 5 a.m. in the morning may not make sense because by evening you are physically tired and you will want to sleep early. So curate a routine that is fitted for your body, that works well for you so that you can optimize your energy throughout the day. All right, friends, those are the ins and outs that I created for 2023. Of course, this list was just for fun and some of the outs that I mentioned, I am just generalizing. Yes, there are some valid reasons as to why some may not be inclined to share or reasons behind their actions. I'm aware of that. But as a whole, let's try to avoid it if we can. So thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate you all. And I will talk to you in my next episode. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Hello 20s. Let's get connected and continue our conversation over on social media. The links are in the show notes, so you're only one click away. I hope to see you there and I'll talk to you guys in my next episode.